Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter, and with me, as always, is... It's always me, Matt. It's Matt. And, uh, yeah, today, uh, the big news, Matt got a poncho, uh, <laughs> and so we're going to talk about that. Um, but, I don't know, uh, uh, before that, uh, I don't do you have any, any catch-up news? Or what have you been up to? Got one episode of Andor left. Yeah, I need to watch the... <laughs> I watched I, the first one, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, you. What did you say? You said you were not like. I wasn't wowed right? by the first episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I've heard nothing but good things. So I'm excited to watch the rest of it. Just, uh, just haven't made the time to. I guess I've been trying to write here and there. Um, when I have time. Whoa. Sorry. Okay. No, sorry. Yeah, I just I was moving something on my desk and it fell over. Ah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. That's I think that's my next priority to watch. Uh, my wife started watching it with me, so that might make it easier to actually get done. Um, They're long yeah. episodes too. Oh, they are. Uh, Forty-five to fifty-five minutes. Oh wow! I, is that how Mando and Boba Fett were too? I felt no, they. Mando, yeah, uh, I think only like one of the episodes hit fifty-five. The rest were between like thirty-five and forty. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. But yeah, but they're not like uh, twenty-minute, you know, typical half-hour shows, I guess. Um, it seems like they take the time that they need for that episode kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Obi-Wan would hit like fifty, or I think or so. One of them yeah. was like thirty-five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that like. Some of the, a lot of the Marvel shows don't have a set time. Yeah. Of like if it's an hour long, it's forty minutes episode. If it's yep. half an hour, it's like twenty five or something like that. Like, yeah. it's very odd that like they just film it, edit it, and whatever time they finished on the editing, that's the time it's set. So yeah, it's, it's been uh, three years now, and that still throws me off that they don't have set. Uh, lengths. If it's like yeah. a half an hour show, like say She Hulk was, that was like mm-hmm. five minutes or something like that. But twenty five yeah. to thirty, I think the longest episode the finale was, which was like thirty six minutes or something like that. Yeah, I felt like they did like yeah, She Hulk was pretty typically a half hour show. Mm-hmm. I felt like, but yeah, I I couldn't remember what ep- what shows it was. Like it was probably uh, Mandalorian. It just seemed like it, they just took the time they needed. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like fine. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I almost kind of prefer that, I guess, because then it seems like they, you know, they're telling the story they want to tell, and not having to cut it down too much. I mm-hmm. hope. But yeah. Uh, anything else you've been doing? Oh, I guess I did get something in the mail. I forgot all about this. So, like I said, like you know, I collect like certain Star Wars figures. It's mostly mm-hmm. stuff from Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett, and. I got this uh, kind of like the Boba Fett figure that I got where it came in like a, a weird box. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an Ahsoka and Grogu set, uh, uh, figure. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's uh, it's Ahsoka from The Mandalorian. It comes in her cloak, mm-hmm. and she comes with a little Grogu. He comes with a couple mm-hmm. little floaty items. Nice. And it came with her, uh, her lantern that was in the episode, and yeah. it came with her owl. She has an owl? Yeah, the owl's not emphasized in it, but it's in that episode. And the hmm. owl's in, um, is in the Rebel show. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, it was hmm. a Walmart exclusive set. I never got it because yeah. I wasn't really following uh, the toys at all. If I, if I knew what was coming out, I was like, oh, okay. And if I saw them in the stores, I was like, oh, okay, cool. There's that yeah. one. I don't mind getting that. And after a while I started following them and that's one set I never got cause it was Walmart only. And mm-hmm. by the time I knew about it, I, you couldn't get it. And I would always be checking eBay and stuff mm-hmm. and I never got it. it. Like it was way too expensive on eBay. Like people, it was like, what was it? 20 bucks. And people were putting it on eBay for like 60 to a hundred dollars. Wow. And it's never <laughs> gone down. Yeah, and I never did. But then one of the retail sites that I I peruse for some of my collectibles and stuff, they just released all the Walmart exclusives on there. Huh. And Interesting. I, yeah. And I saw that one a month ago and I was like, oh, snap. I'm so yeah. happy that I <laughs> do that. Yeah. And 
I um I saw that one was for pre-order and I went, okay. And I pre-ordered it and it nice. came, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Uh-huh. And it's a pretty cool little set. It's pretty yeah. fun. So is that two Grogu's that you have or three? Uh, five. Five Grogu's? Mm-hmm. He just comes with everybody. Is there a Luke that came out for Mandalorian? Not yet. Okay, or even Boba... No, he was he wasn't in Boba Fett. He was in Mandalorian. Uh, no, he uh, no he was in that episode of Boba Fett. I have a Boba Fett as well. Okay, well uh, I'm just I just got to that one that like um uh, uh, la- uh last month that mm-hmm. one just came out. I ordered it in January and it took yeah 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 end uh, end of September beginning of October that it came out. Man, yeah, I think I saw it at your house last time we recorded. Yeah, there's your five Grogu you just sent me. Uh, <laughs> They all look the same. They all have different heads. Oh, yeah, they do, I guess. They all have different arms. That's funny that they did that. Yeah. Huh. That's cute. (laughs) I know. I know. I took a picture of it, and then I was like, how many Grogu's do I have? And it's like, oh, my God, there's five of them. Uh, That's a decent-looking Ahsoka. Doesn't quite look like... I don't know. I'm trying to decide if that face looks like her or not. It, It looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks it looks pretty good. Oh, and the floaty things, that's funny. One of them's a rock and the other is that little uh ball from his like uh ship that it was yeah. connected to like a uh, a tra- like a uh, a shifter. Mhm. That's funny. Mhm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did no idea I had all those Grogu's. It was pretty fun. <laughs> uh what? is the owl a robot or is it an animal? It's an animal. Okay. It's something hmm. that was in Rebels that I never paid attention to, but it has a name and everything. Huh. That's cool. And I'm kind of glad that you can try and sit it on her arm. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Huh. And, uh, well, I did I, t- I did make one hell of a, a, a trek this week. Yeah? Um, so I found out... I think it was Sunday or Monday. I found out that the Walking Dead show is ending uh, this weekend. Oh wow! Like final episode? Final episode. The series wow. finale is. Did you ending. drive to Atlanta? No, no, <laughs> but I might as well have because oh, okay. I haven't seen any of the final season, which is twenty-four episodes. Oh, okay. And so wow. I binged the uh, twenty-three episodes. Oh, wow. I was sick on Tuesday and I found I think it was Tuesday I found out and I kind of was telling myself, oh, I should I should probably like catch up with this and watch the finale <laughs> when it comes out. Yeah, I could probably do a couple episodes like a, like three to four episodes at a time uh, and like spend my evenings doing it. Yeah. And since I was sick on Tuesday, I watched 15 episodes. Wow. Mm hmm. What are those an hour long? Yeah. Oh, man, what a day. Yeah. <laughs> and the next day I watched five episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then by Thursday, I, I finished the last three episodes. Wow. And it wasn't like the show, like, uh, and sad thing is, is like, nobody's watching it anymore. Like, everyone yeah. I've talked to goes, oh, I stopped watching it. And it's like, I did too, but not because yeah. I thought the show was getting bad. I My schedule changed at work. And the season that I was watching, it was all right, but it Mm -hmm. was up and down for me. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And so I hadn't seen the show in over two years. But they only but because of COVID, the scheduling kind of got wonky. Yeah. And the show's normally 16 episodes a season. But this last one's 20, 24. Hmm. And uh, but I just jumped into it. And I have to say, uh. It doesn't really matter what I think about it, because every time I've talked about it, everyone's like, yeah, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I really love the this final season. That's good. That's good yeah. that it's ending well, I guess. In my book, it kind of is. Like, I became very invested with how it was going. So I am I, I won't get to watch it tomorrow night because I'll have to work Monday. But Monday mm. evening, I intend to watch it. OK, that's not bad. Yeah, so I was pretty happy about that. I was like, wow, I'm really glad that I caught up on this. Yeah. I know there's like going to be like three or four spinoffs of it eventually, like starting next year. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be watching those when they come out, but after yeah. a while I will. It's just when the comic book ended, everything else kind of ended too. Hmm. 
So, and it's not like they were following the books or anything, but no, they weren't. Yeah, it Walking Dead's one of my favorite comic books. It's like mm-hmm, up there, mm-hmm. it's like number one. And yeah. so when that ended, and it ended abruptly, uh, I kind of just kind of lost steam. Sadly, yeah. Why did the comic end so abruptly? Like, did was there a reason, or that's just how he told the story? Uh, about six months before it ended. I think it was roughly, I think it was six months to a year. Robert Kirkman just said, I think we're done. Oh, okay. So he just so, decided. Mm. Yes. Yes. He decided it. I mean, he owns those books. He yeah. it's image. So, yeah. um, he kind of just said, I think like, I, I know he had a farewell on the final issue and he put it in the final trade. Mm. Uh, but it kind of just was like, he wasn't paying attention. Yeah to where he was in it and when he finally sat down and was looking at like the outline of it he goes oh wow we're already here because mm. he always mm-hmm. said that the book would end around 300 issues yeah but <laughs> by the 180s he kind of was like oh we've already hit all this yeah so he did he told the story he wanted to tell it makes sense i guess and it has a really emotional ending i could say that uh Walking Dead is one of three comic books that has made me cry my eyes out. Huh. Mm-hmm. I think Please. there's been three different three issues that have, have made me ball. And yeah. even going back, they still have they still do. Mm-hmm. So and it's it's a lot of it's Kirkman. Uh mm-hmm. same with his Invincible comic. His Invincible comic was uh something that gets me really emotional too, because it's just that good. And I can honestly say, in my opinion, I think Robert Kirkman's probably one of the best comic book writers I've ever read. Yeah, well, he definitely has had a hand you know, at least two really strong series. Uh mm-hmm. I mean, both have been made into TV shows, although in- Invincible are probably not quite as big as Walking Dead, but still. Yeah, and Invincible, um, he ended as well fairly hastily. I think he huh. he also got to a point in that when the 120 issues uh, that he said, I think it's time to wrap this up. Yeah. And, and I, he I, did, I and that one ended that, abruptly, yeah. but he planned it out within, I think, 12 to, no, maybe not even 12, but 12, mm. 18 issues or something like that. Mm. I know mm. he announced it, like he said it will end next year, and it did. And Invincible has an also has a perfect ending. Yeah, that's good. That's I mean, that's good that he's had that control and a new one to stop, I guess. Yeah, he knows does, how to end stuff. Yeah. Do, I, does he have I, any does he have any like newer things? I haven't followed comic books anymore. Comic books have kind yeah. of sadly fallen off the rails for me. So yeah. I haven't. Uh, he has a movie coming out next year. Really? Yes. His him and his company Skybound. They oh, yeah. uh are making a movie and i i just know damn well that you're gonna want to see it uh yeah i'm looking into robert kirkman at least right now what's the movie renfield 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 is uh the guy who dracula controls as his proxy okay and it is the movie's called it's it's a universal monster movie. But instead of being Dracula, it's about Renfield. OK, it is okay. starring Nicholas Nicholas Holt as Renfield uh-huh. and Nick Cage as Dracula. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, they still haven't released anything for it, but some photos of Nick Cage as Dracula. And it's it's like, yeah, OK, that's, that's what I saw. Nick Cage as Dracula. I'm like, really? This is happening. I yeah, didn't realize this, it was for this. That's cool. Yep, Robert huh. Kirkman wrote it, uh, yeah. and uh, Skybound is producing it. Universal is distributing it, huh. and I'm excited because I do think Robert Kirkman is a really good writer, and he I is, think he's yeah. probably one of the best writers that have captured the monologue and uh, internal dialogue of mm-hmm. a person of young age. Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of writers can capture that, and I'm trying to think. But I do think he's a better writer than some of the big writers of comic books. I think he's way better than, like, mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Millar, uh, Neil Gaiman. Like, he he writes how people talk and how people think. 
and the decisions people make. Like, if there's anything, yeah. I highly recommend the comic book Invincible, which is a uh, seventeen starts a seventeen year old kid who becomes a, who gets superpowers, and he very much knows how to write people. And Robert Kirkman's yeah. young; he's our age. I believe he's born in uh, seventy nine, eighty, and yeah, yeah. he's writing comic books when he was a teenager. Yeah, because what was it? Battle Pope was like one of his early ones. Yeah, like immediately out of high school, he started writing that. Yeah. That was like his first published book, and it's very immature but funny. And yeah, uh, but then twenty two thousand three, he did Walking Dead, and two thousand two thousand three as well. Two thousand four was when Invincible wow. came on. Man, yeah, he. I mean, he he would have still been pretty young then. Dang. The funny thing is, is it's pretty common Nuts. knowledge now. But with Walking Dead, he had already had multiple failed um, uh, books. Like yeah. Battle Pope, he finally ended. And he had Man Wolf. He had Tech mm. Jacket. He had all these books that would get released, but they would eventually get canceled because of uh, poor sales. Yeah, and, I mean, that happens. Yeah, and when Walking Dead happened, he pitched the story. Image said no, they weren't yeah. going to print it. And he because they're like nobody cares about zombies nobody <laughs> wants to read a zombie book man they're they're interesting for a couple things and then they're gone yeah and he said give me six issues to explain what's going to happen and he told them even by issue six i'm going to be revealing that it's aliens behind it and they're here to steal our water so they make zombies a zombie plague to destroy the world <laughs> and then they're going to show up and invade and images like that's new and interesting do it and I think it was by like issue eight image came to him and said, hey, where, where's the aliens? What's going on here? You haven't introduced the aliens. And by then the book was in top number one seller and selling out every month. And yeah. he just laughed and said, you believed me? I made that up to get you to publish the book. That, that That's genius. <laughs> I love that story. I, you've told it yeah, to me a couple of times. And it's just my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And then later on they did um, – Later on, like issue 75, when the book came out, that's when I was reading it. I've been I've read Walking Dead from issue 51 to 51 or 53 uh -huh. to when it ended from 20 from fall of 20, 2008 to the ending in July of 2019. I read mm -hmm. the book for over a decade monthly. Wow. And uh, I remember when it hit issue 75 and when that issue ends there is a bonus five pages afterward that mm -hmm. shows it in color and it's a zombie and it's an alien invasion. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. And last year, Skybound was releasing a magazine monthly that mm -hmm. only lasted like six months. And yeah. uh, they did a bonus, I think 10 pages or something like that, five to 10 pages of a continuation of that alternative uh, alien invasion. That's funny. It's pretty good. It's in color. I found out they printed it, uh, but I didn't pick it up, but I read it monthly when it was coming out and it was really good. So hmm. I think, yeah, it was uh, five issues and yeah, hmm. it had, it was like 10, 10 or 11 pages. So it ended up being like 55, 57 uh, pages. Yeah. And it's just a fun, quirky story of everyone in walking dead, but it's all sci-fi with like, everyone's got cable arms not, not I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Everyone has cable arms, and there's one character who straight up is wearing Cable's costume, where she's just covered in shoulder pads <laughs> and pouches and giant guns. Uh, like, it, is he making fun of Liefeld? <laughs> I think he's kind of making fun of everything. Or, or like, okay, yeah, that's funny. It's really good, and it's drawn by it's Kirkman wrote it. Ryan mm -hmm. Otley, the artist for mm -hmm. Invincible, drew it. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun, and it's like, this is kind of cool, and I was kind of hoping it was going to be an ongoing thing, but yeah, it was only a five-part story. Yeah. I mean, it's fun that he did it, yeah. That's cool. And he's gone back and brought back in, uh, Walking Dead once or twice. He did a he he did a bonus issue uh, during COVID to help mm. raise money and stuff like that, So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but very much it's never come back, and the show is ending, which I'm glad it is. I'm, I'm glad yeah, it's, it's been I'm on for quite a while. Eleven uh, seasons, some yeah, 20, and uh, mm, longer than most shows. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was supposed to be based on a comic that was never intended to end. It was always what comes mm. next because that was the that was always the premise he had for The Walking Dead, which is it's supposed mm. to be a zombie movie that never ends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm, it went sense. on for 16 years. Long run. Yeah. Almost is, uh, issues. is is pretty much or is Daryl still in it? Not Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl, yeah. the guy with the crossbow. Yes. Uh, I mean, other than him, is there anybody else from the original season? No, he's, uh, oh, Melissa McBride, Carol, the gal with the short hair. Oh, wow. She's co- she's the second credit for, uh, starring. Huh? Yep. Wow. So it's just those two people. That's nuts. From the original season. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I know that they're doing a Daryl show. Yeah. I thought I heard that. Yeah. Okay. And then they're doing a. Uh, they're doing a Rick and Michonne uh, show, and interesting, <laughs> which was the original star of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. he so left a, the show. What? I thought. So, did he not die? No, he did not die. He disappeared, oh. and they were always planning on doing these Walking Dead theatrical movies with his oh. story continuing, and they never huh. happened. Yeah. And so Andrew Lincoln's coming back to make this Rick Grimes show, and I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. I wish you just had stuck with the show, though. Yeah. And so that kind of that makes me happy, but sad, too, because it's like, dude, they took all of that main character, the main character who this is about. Yeah. And they pretty much gave all his future stories, split them up between everyone else. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I just I was so I was so bitter about that. And then there is another show called uh, the Maggie and Negan show, which I'm excited about that. So, uh, hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's finally concluding. Unfortunately, everyone else has kind of given up on it and run out of steam. It went on too long, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but I can honestly say that the quality never changed. It's just people grew onto other stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I kind of wonder if being an actor, if I'd be, you know, how boring it would get doing a show for that long. But I don't know. I, I, you're not wrong. I mean, look at, uh, Look at uh, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, John Krasinski and uh, what was named Jenna Fisher. Well, like, I mean, what has Jenna? At least John Krasinski was able to move on and do some other things. Well, yeah, but I mean, they concluded with them being gone. But like Steve Carell mm-hmm. by like the seventh season, which is average. It's like, well, I'm doing yeah. movies now, so I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, and what the guy who played oh. From uh, that 70s show, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, yeah, Topher, Topher Grace. Grace. Yeah, he left early because like, left one, a he, season. Early. Yeah, well, and he was just like, I just didn't see where this was going. Like, there just wasn't anything left to do, which seems I, common. Like, just actors, just they're just like, we're just doing this to make money at this point, and I'm kind of done with that. Yeah, and I can respect it, I guess. But Denai Gray went off to do Marvel movies and stuff, and but now she's coming back for Walking Dead. It's like a lot mm-hmm. of these actors that left were, are interested in coming back, and yeah, I mean, I can see just taking being able if you could just take a break as well. I mm-hmm. guess just do something different for a little while. Yeah, but yeah, I know, I know what the Daryl show was supposed to be about Daryl and Carol, but they changed the show up to shoot to take place in like France, mm. and Melissa McBride dropped out. She's like, I can't. I can't go to France. I can't go to Europe. So, so Daryl gets all the way to Europe somehow. Apparently so. Hmm. I'll all wait right. for it to happen. It's interesting because <laughs> they kind of have they've kind of very much all but said that the zombie plague started in France. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it well, came from France. And I guess there's no reason why airplanes and big boats and stuff don't still exist. So. Probably mainly boats. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, it would have to be boats. Yeah. But what am I I'm thinking of? There was an old like other like post-apocalyptic show that was on for like a season, but it was actually like all technology just stopped working suddenly. Was Revolution. It? Yeah. Two seasons of it. I watched the first season. Yeah, I watched the first season, too. I liked it a lot. And then I found out that it got canceled. And so I just didn't bother with the second season, I guess. Same. But, I thought it was a pretty cool show, except the fact that it was 15 years after power shut off. And it was just filled with pretty people. Yeah, that was my problem, too. Like, and everyone had like designer jeans on. I'm just everybody like, no. had modern clothing <laughs> and yeah. everybody was just overly pretty. Yeah. Like, I, I just honestly, I couldn't get over like, yeah, there was like a, a teenage girl 
Yes. Like she was like a little girl when it for like when the event happened, but she's wearing like designer jeans and like nice like form fitting clothes. I'm like, no, those would not exist <laughs> at all. They really wouldn't. Everything would be aged and Yeah. Or uh, worn already and they'd be wearing like handmade tunics and stuff. Like it'd be yeah. like watching a it should have looked like watching a medieval show. Like a yeah, I agree. medieval but maybe still with some guns, but only some guns. That's, you know, you know, yeah, you say that and not a single beard in the show. Yeah. Although that was the first show I ever saw. I can't think of his name, though. He was the Grand Moff. He was the Moff in um, oh, Mandalorian. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, he was one of the villains. He, he's in like that one show. of the generals or something. Man, he he was like my favorite character from that show. He becomes I mean, a bigger role in the second season. Yeah, but he was just such a good like uh, he did a good job of like of especially the backstory showing him as like a pretty decent guy and just his evolution into being a really horrible person. Like and, I think that was like yep. one of the first villains where I'm just like this villain makes sense. <laughs> yes. Uh an interesting show and I was bummed when it got canceled. Uh <laughs> but I yeah. did like that first season. I thought it was interesting, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was my biggest takeaway was everything's a little too pretty including the people in this and yeah. that's something that I actually appreciate about Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, everyone is still wearing modern clothing in that, but it Mm -hmm. does look aged. And well, it it starts off right after it happens, too. Yeah. People still have those clothes. Yeah. In the comic book, it jumps all the way to like 30 years. Oh, wow. And everybody's wearing cowboy clothes. Huh? Yeah. Everyone's (laughs) on horses wearing cowboy clothes uh, by then. They're wearing the vests. They're wearing the button shirts and the pants. Interesting. All right. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they're making clothes, but they have to make them as basic and simple as possible, which makes sense yeah. that it would throw back 200 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make sense for sure. And that's something I enjoyed. People were mm-hmm. dressing old timey again. And they, uh, I know guns were still being pretty heavily used in the books, but they explained that they were they were making bullets. Yeah, as long as you can figure out, I mean, because, you know, old Westerns and stuff, they had guns there, too. But it's just like, if you know, it's if, if there's a, an apocalypse and they're still using machine guns 15 years later, I don't know. Like, I feel like only special people should be using those. And the, the show did that, where when yeah. the show jumped six years, and when Walking Dead jumped six years between yeah. seasons, everybody is using bow and arrows and spears yeah. and melee weapons. And I didn't notice that right off the bat. Like, there's no mm. more guns. There's no guns in this show anymore. Yeah. But like, and vehicles know, do come back, but it's because people are processing ethanol. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Sure. That's something they produce diesel and ethanol and stuff like that to make vehicles run. But it's extremely rare when you see them because like for, I think, yeah. two or three seasons, they were using cars essentially in neutral with horses uh, dragging. Them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. They were stripping vehicles down to just be carriages. And it's That's like, funny. wow, OK. That's Makes pretty sense. good because that was some people complaining after a couple of years of where's this gas coming from. Yeah, I mean, they, I'm sure it'll they, la- yeah, it'd probably be able to use cars for a little while, maybe not a couple of years. But I know that uh, eventually yeah. in one season there was a community that was growing corn just to try and turn it into into fuel. Yeah, well, you but can make ethanol out of almost anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be corn. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was interesting. But yeah, that's that's what I did. I watched that. And <laughs> yeah. Half an hour. I later. did watch a movie that was pretty weird. What's that? I watched Barbarian. Barbarian. Have I seen that? What is that? No, I don't think it is. It's a horror movie. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, I watched that last night. Okay. Is it modern or? Yeah, it's about a girl who she tra- she's in she travels to Detroit for an interview and she schedules an Airbnb in a ghetto neighborhood. Okay. And she. Uh, I'll just spoil it. No one's going to watch it. Sure. Uh, it was well-received, though. Very highly well-received. Well oh, and okay. she schedules an Airbnb in a ghetto neighborhood, finds out there's already a guy staying there. Uh-huh. And he's scheduled on a different website. Uh, okay. Yeah. So she's really kind of not trusting him. She's kind of uneasy by him and stuff like that. But they end up getting along. And while she's he offers her the bedroom, he'll sleep on the couch in the middle of the night. She hears her the bedroom door open and someone walking around and she gets really spooked Mm. and goes to wake him up and kind of accuses him. And then the next day she goes to her job interview. He's not there. He leaves a note saying, hey, I went to go get some stuff. Uh, 
run some errands. Can you just leave the key in the Dropbox? And so she does. She goes to her interview. The person at the interview tells her, you shouldn't be in that neighborhood. You need to find something else. And she starts questioning that guy's story and everything. And eventually she gets back to the house. She starts looking around and she finds a uh, she finds a secret opening that leads to an underground uh, area under the house. Mm hmm. She starts getting spooked by it because she feels like she's being watched and everything. Mm -hmm. She finally gets back upstairs after being locked down there, finds the guy. He just came home. They go down there and explore it. And, of course. Why not? Yep. <laughs> and they find out under the house is a super inbred rape monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. A, a not a monster monster, but an extremely inbred woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an episode of the X-Files about that. I think everybody has a, an episode about that. I watched it at, <laughs> in the new season of Walking Dead. There are people living in the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, there's an episode of the episode of the X Files actually was making fun of um, the Andy Griffith show because like the cops even I think the cops like name was Andy and he had a deputy that wasn't allowed to have a gun like just like an Andy Griffith. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that. It was freaky, but it was pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> That's all I've been up to. What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, I am trying to remember. I I finished uh, two audiobooks, I guess. Um, one was I, I brought it up last time or time before. Uh, Mistborn. Um, I described it as like Ocean's Eleven with Jedi, but it's fantasy. Um, and that's more or less what it was. It was kind of uh, so. There's like a slave race called the Ska. And there's the nobility, and then there's an emperor who's immortal, um, and uh, there's a revolution or a rebellion, and they hired um, this thief who has, uh, who is what's called a mistborn, so he has like all these superpowers basically. Um, and then there are people who only have one, and it, they're called mistlings. And uh, anyway, he he leads a thief crew, and each of the members has, like, is a misling with different, like, one is a thug, so he has, he has, like, super strength, basically. Another one can control people's emotions, and another guy, he can, like, block people from seeing that they're using their powers, because the one of the powers is the ability to sense using powers. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a girl who they find at the beginning of the book who is also Mistborn, so she's kind of the one, the main focus, because she's learning the whole time, you know, as you're reading. Um, and it was a really good book. It was written by Bra uh, Brandon Sanderson, I believe. Uh, so he, I think I brought this up last time. Yeah, he wrote the last two books of The Wheel of Time, uh, because uh, the guy who started The Wheel of Time, which I can't think of his name right now... Um, something jordan i think uh he died before he was able to finish it so that's part of the reason why i read this book was because like i was just like he he should be a good writer and it was a really good book um i felt like it had a bit of a like deus ex machina situation at the end where like there was like this hidden subplot that wasn't revealed until like a key moment at the end near the end of the book and it was just like oh yeah okay <laughs> and it just <laughs> it just kind of like like it didn't solve all their problems, but it's just like that solved a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. But other than that, I mean, it was a really, really good book. It was 24 hours, I think, audio. That's a long one. It was a very long book. So and about I was, 350, 400 pages. Yeah. Yeah. This guy writes big books. Um, and it's the first one I ever read of his. I'll probably read more. Um, I'm going to probably not for a while, though. Uh, but no, it, it was good. It just had that one, I think, just disappointing part. Uh, but I, I liked the concept, and it did kind of. It was one of those like I think I brought it up because uh, we were talking about how you didn't like how everything was turning into heists, and this yeah. and this and this started as a heist, but it kind of turned into a revenge story. Um, and then by the end, I wouldn't say it was a heist at all. Uh, but it, it kind of it it he did a good job leading it into like the next book. Um, so it is pretty intriguing to see like where they're going to go and what's going to happen kind of thing. Cause uh, it's like the, the emperor, even though he is evil, uh, it's suggested that he was still like actively saving mankind by keeping back some other bigger evil potentially. Uh, it was really vague. And so then obviously I guess I want to read the next book to see what that is. Um, but it looks interesting. 
Uh, and I liked it. So, yeah, uh, Mistborn was good. And then I finally finished uh, the book Foundation by Isaac Asimov. Um, Isaac Asimov, famous for iRobot. Um, yeah. And those stories. So uh, Foundation, I believe it's a TV show now on Apple TV. I don't know. There's at least one season. I don't know if there was going to be two or not. I haven't watched it yet. I was kind of wanting to finish this, the book. Um, it's very interesting. It's It's about... It's basically a sci-fi story so far into the future that, like, Earth is just kind of like a myth. Like, nobody – I don't even, like, think they remembered what Earth is or was or, that like, what the name was. They just kind of, like, referenced the idea that humans came from some planet that nobody knows where it is. Okay. Um, and basically this, this mathematician, sociologist kind of guy who uh, predicts – he like does a bunch of science basically i forget what it's called he had a specific name for this type of science um but he was able to pre- he's able to predict the future like to a t um with reasonable like deviations and so he predicts that like this that the empire which is like the big government of the entire galaxy is going he predicts that it's going to fall which the emperor isn't too happy about that and so they're like hey we're going to kill you now because you're saying these things and he somehow convinces them to send him off to like the farthest part of the galaxy to establish uh an encyclopedia galactica to just catalog all of the human race um, and so he's just like, okay, well, if we kill you, people aren't going to be happy with us because you're pop, you're a popular scientist apparently. Um, and so, okay, we'll send you out there and you just won't bother us anymore. And that's fine. Uh, but then it turns out that he, like they, they're doing that. They're cataloging the human race, but then it turns out that he's actually creating a master plan because he is predicting that the, the empire will fall and it does. And so then he has this master plan to reestablish the empire um, with within like the shortest time span possible. And so then that's kind of what this, the rest of like most of the book is about. Like it kind of skips through generations. I think this book, I think there's like six ish or five, four or five or six. I don't know books. And so this is dealing with the first like three or three generations, I think, after he dies. And so it's kind of like these events, these big events that occur uh, throughout the history of rebuilding the empire, which is really interesting. Like at one point they create um, a a religion around um, their ide- ideology, basically, or around nuclear, like nuclear um, technology, I guess. And so they just they basically end up selling, building and selling nuclear power to like all these like smaller kingdoms that pop up after the empire falls. And then in doing so, they control all of them because they control all technology now. Okay. And then after that, they they uh, they turn into a bunch of uh, like trader traders, like uh, merchants, I guess. Um, And so then they're kind of trying to go even further out into the galaxy to sell more things, to be able to control stuff. And that's pretty much where this one ends. It's uh, but it's just interesting because it's a lot of uh, there's like, they don't believe in fighting. And so like everything is done very politically. um, And it's just a lot of talking and um trickery and stuff and so it's just it's exactly the type of political thriller you would expect from a guy who is famous for writing robot stories okay <laughs> like the whole time i was like li- listening to it i'm just like yeah this guy wrote stories about robots and so i liked it i wouldn't say it's for everybody it's a it's a very it's just a lot of talking it's a very dialogue heavy story um i got but yeah like it took me forever to finish it i i think i started it a year ago and then i got kind of tired of it uh and then i picked it back up um like a month ago i guess and finished it it's a pretty short it's like 10 hours maybe like nine i think hours um such a shorter book and i feel like if uh they could have combined all the books into one book and it wouldn't have been that big still um like they're they're small books, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good sci-fi story to offset that big fantasy book I re- I listened to. Um, but no, other than that, I spent some time writing. Um, and I don't know. That's about it. Uh, so now we're to the point where I want to know about your poncho. So. <laughs> so I bought a. Uh, I think it was end of September. Okay. I bought a poncho. Because like a, like a think, rain poncho? No. 
Okay. Like a poncho. Like no, a no, warm, not a rain poncho. No, no, no. Like a like a, a jacket, like a warm poncho. Okay. Yeah, because ponchos are cool. They are. I, and nobody I actually, wears them, but forty-year-old Karens. Yeah, but like as soon as you told me you bought a poncho, uh, okay, yeah. So just for everyone who knows, Matt just texted me this week. Matt bought a poncho. That's all I got. I want to talk about it this weekend, or more or less, that's what you said. So I was like, okay. And I, so that was a couple of days ago. And this, the, the last couple of days, I'm just like, I kind of want a poncho. Ponchos are neat. <laughs> Nobody wears them. Right. Oh, they're, they're good. Okay. Anyway, so you bought a poncho in September. I got it off Amazon, and okay. uh, it took about a week and a half to get back get here. Okay. And I got it, but like the day. And I, I looked up uh, reviews for it. I looked up the rating, at least. And the rating was really good. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, sweet. And I got it. And I was like, I can't wear this in public. <laughs> it, it, I, I put it on and I look like Homer Simpson when he gained weight to get on uh, stay home uh, work. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a moo-moo. Yeah. And I was like. Oh. oh, okay. Crap. I I kind of wanted to wear this because I thought it would look cool, but this is uh, it's it's a hooded poncho. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's essentially just a hoodie that's a blanket. Right. And but it doesn't look neat. It just looks like I'm wearing a blanket. And uh-huh. I was like, uh, I should have probably looked more because I, I didn't impulse buy it. I looked it up and stuff and I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks pretty neat. Oh, it's got a hood, too. So that'll be cool. Uh-huh. And uh, I got it. And I'm not saying it's a bad product or anything. And I'm not like like saying I look like Homer Simpson or anything. No, no. Yeah, God, yeah, no. Yeah. But it just makes you look like 100 pounds heavier. Interesting. And I was like, oh. And so then I went to the reviews for this. Uh huh. And I already saw they were good reviews, and I just let out a heavy, heavy sigh. Because the reviews were like, four out of five, this is awesome. I can't wait to wear this in my so-and-so cosplay. Oh, like, okay. That was all of them, and there were photos. Oh, so it's, it's, people are just buying it for cosplay? Wearing it for cosplays or capes. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, and I tried to position it like, and I'm, I, I I was like, I tried to position it, and be like, well, what if I like swoosh one side over to make it like look like that? And I did that, and I'm like, that doesn't look bad. I look like a Mandalorian without armor, but I am no Mandalorian, so I. This oh yeah, because they were they were they were. Uh, uh, but yeah, it it was straight up one of those things where when I got to the reviews and it was literally people just buying it for their cosplays or their costumes. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. I'm trying to see. I'm like looking at ponchos now. Uh, most of them that I see are like for rain. Most I guess. I mean, but I mean they're like nice looking ponchos. I guess. Huh. Let me see. Uh. I go to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, looking at these ponchos, it makes me want a poncho. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, we'll just have to wear them to Comic Cons. I'll send you a screenshot of the one I got. Okay. I mean, and they all have such good reviews. There's not even a bad poncho on Amazon. I know, but the thing was, is I think this thing cost me thirty-five bucks. Okay. And when I looked up ones that were like Mexican oh, that's ponchos. Oh, that's a good looking poncho, yeah. It's I mean, not, and it's like hoodie material, right? Yeah. Okay, it looks good. Yeah, but like, I, and then the thing was, is I looked up like Mexican ponchos, and those are like 75 to to $100. Yeah. <laughs> and the sad thing is, is dude, when you go down, if like, if you're, uh, I'm on the app right now for Amazon. Yeah. If you go down to related items that people have bought it's all like lord of the rings capes and shit yeah (laughs) and yeah the reviews yeah okay yeah there's one review guy goes looks great and it's a picture of him in it Uh wearing thanos's infinity gauntlet holding kylo ren's lightsaber (laughs) there's another guy his review of it and the photo of him is dressed up as an anime character. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
uh, yeah, it's a good quality light cape. That's what I was hoping for. Yep. Uh, I expected the colors to be a little more maroon, but it's bright red. Still perfect for my Wiccan cosplay. Wiccan. Yeah. Oh man, it 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 looks nice. Yeah, without the picture you sent me, it didn't have a, p- a person wearing it, but it looked fine. Yeah, that was the thing, and I that's the same stuff I did. I mm-hmm. looked at, and I was like, well. I guess I can hmm. wear it as a walk around blanket at home when it's chilly. <laughs> Snuggy. <laughs> or I guess when the apocalypse happens, at least I'll be yeah. dressed appropriately. Of course. I can uh, have guns strapped to my entire torso and no one will know. Well, and that's is that the point of a poncho to hide hide your guns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Yeah, so I wonder if it's the hood, like getting a poncho without a hood, maybe. I, I, I've said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just I've said the same it. thing to myself. <laughs> yeah. Could I, uh, could I, should I, should I try and cut the hood off? No, no, yeah. let's not cut the hood off. You're a fool, Matt. Next time, I just spend the extra money and get a nice Mexican gray poncho. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if it's the color uh, or the mixed with the hood as well as uh, the very loose material. Yeah, I wonder too, like getting a different, like a jacket material maybe, or uh, like wool. an actual like woolen. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably help. Um, yeah. I do not look like Clint Eastwood or Luke Skywalker in it. Yeah, that's too bad. I look like Homer Simpson hitting a button on his. <laughs> desk. Why? 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 Yeah. While also maybe stealing one of Tom's creepy go- uh, creepy golfer hats and finishing the ensemble. Yeah, he does have a lot. Does he have a lot of those hats? He, I, I only knew. I don't know. Yeah. Him and Trey have a lot of those hats. Yeah. They're and I remember I sent a uh, I sent I like that meme hats. a while back that said your weirdo starter kit, your starter pack and the hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there and Tom goes, I, I wear those hats. And it's like, you're a weirdo. <laughs> My mom doesn't listen to this. I'll full on say she used to get me those hats and I would refuse to wear them. Oh, I like those. I, I, I guess I, I didn't have those, those same hats as him, but I had I was very particular about uh, some of the hats I had. I think the hat I had was called a driving cap. Uh, it was kind of wedge shaped, but loose. That's kind of uh, what Tom would wear. Yeah, his were a little different, but yeah, I mean, generally the same style. But I stopped wearing those. I don't know, a while ago, and then I, I just dedicated myself to baseball hats now. I stopped wearing them the second I put one on and looked in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, there, I was very particular about the ones that I would like. I, I, mine needed to look a very specific way, and it was really hard to find the ones that I liked. Um, and so I think that's part of why I stopped buying them. But. Beanies and baseball caps, those are the only hats that men can wear. What was the first one? Beanies. Beanie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a stocking cap, yeah. Yeah. Stay um, away from the Trilby slash Fedora. Oh, never. Yeah, I, I own a Fedora, and I have never worn it outside the house. I have friends that wear them. Yeah, no. that's And the, they look exactly like the memes. I think the only way you can get away with a Fedora is if you are Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake or from the 1930s? Yeah. To 60s. Yeah, like if you're in an old black and white movie, it's okay. Yeah, and that's about <laughs> it. And those people can wear them. Yeah. Oh, man. It is always baffling. I laugh anytime I'm working and I see someone wearing a Trilby or a Fedora. And it's like, okay. Like, granted, I wish the cowboy hat would come back. Yeah, I had a cowboy hat uh, for a while and I lost it. I think I like left it on the floor at a restaurant or something stupid like that. Um, but no, I liked it. It was, uh, cowboy hats aren't bad, which I, I, it's probably the most Iowan thing I'll ever say. I, I will not lie. I do own two fedoras, mm. but underneath it, it says official product of Indiana Jones and Lucasfilm. Oh, that, uh, is that, a, yeah, that is a type of fedora, isn't it? Yep. I and I don't wear them. One is my father's and one was the one yeah. he got me. My yeah. dad got the nice pristine looking one and he gave he got me the aged one and <laughs> it's lucky. a pretty they're pretty cool but I'm not going to go wear those in public. 
Yeah, I, I feel like the Indiana Jones hat too. Like you have to be Indiana Jones to get away with that one. Yes. I don't, and I think it's just because like if you're wearing it, it looks like you're doing Indiana Jones cosplay. You're not wrong. Because <laughs> like I mean, go to Comic Con especially. It's just like oh, Indiana Jones. Uh, yes. Not not just a, a weirdo wearing that hat. It's the, and the, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've seen people wear them outside of you know cons, and I still think Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, granted, I think it might be the same guy. Um, that one guy at the local cons. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, another kind of hat that people can get away with, or that men can get away with. Um, it's just the baseball cap and beanie. Yeah. It really is. It's just the baseball cap and beanie. Um, yeah, because, like, you don't want to wear the, the Castro or the military hat. No. Um, can't wear the Russian hat. No, <laughs> well, not right now. You can't wear the British uh, uh, Royal Guard hat. Is that the slouchy one? The really, t- really. Tall. Oh, the tall one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the um the green beret hats. A beret. No. <laughs> I don't think you can get away with not getting looked at for wearing a beret. Unless you clearly are a green beret, which yes, you can tell by sight. Uh. Can't I mean you never should have been it should never been acceptable to wear the bucket hat. Hey, I wore we both had them Dexter, but we were also fifteen. Uh, I even was a thing back in two thousand. Yeah, oh man, it was it was it was literally for about six months and that was it. I wore. We all had a bucket (laughs) hat in two thousand. I work with people who own bucket hats. They're women, but they wear them. Much like the poncho. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm still trying to bring back the fucking scarf. I wear scarves. I have a scarf right. collection. I have yeah. five. Like, uh, so wait, when you when you're saying scarf, do you mean to keep warm or like for style? Oh no, for straight up warmth. You lose a lot of heat in the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wear. I don't care what people think. Then I guess oh. I just wear a scarf because it's nice. Oh, it's not. Oh, for me with a scarf, it's not just around my neck and swooshed back. Oh, yeah. no, no. I have that thing complete and utterly wrapped around my my neck and lower face. Oh, yeah, of course. No, it has yeah. to be. Otherwise, uh-huh. what's the point? Yep. Thank no, you. I wear mine like I'm a ninja. Yep. I yeah. do, too. Okay. I uh, I actually, when I was in college, uh, I, I have the same scarf that I had. And I, I actually, I had a black coat, a black hoodie. The, my scarf is like black and gray and I had a black hat uh, and then I'd wear black sunglasses. It was a strange time in my, in my life. Uh, but I remember there's a guy that stopped me on the street to take my photo. <laughs> so weird. I see videos of people doing that. Yeah. Uh, well, he said, I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was a college town. He said it was for like an art. It always is. I'm an aspiring photographer. Can I take your photo? <laughs> and I, I I remember trying to yeah keep my eye out for like a, an art show. So I'm hoping he wasn't just a weirdo taking my picture. But I was pretty covered up. So, uh, but no, I, I, I well, I thought I looked pretty cool. I think I referred to that look as my urban ninja look. Uh, <laughs> because like I was just completely covered and warm. It was delightful. I've been um, wanting. I've been wanting to buy like a knee-high like button like winter <laughs> coat uh oh like a coat that goes down to your knees yeah like a pea is that a pea coat i don't know i have a couple in my amazon list and i looked them up in the summer and i put them in my list being like i'm gonna try and get this during the winter oh, it's uh, fucking 12 degrees out and i still don't have one yeah i think okay so a pea coat is shorter um but then i don't know what the yeah i'm trying to think what the longer ones are I don't know. They're nice, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one one a long time ago. I liked it a lot. It kind of got... Me me being short, though, I think it was a little too long. A little Um, too trench coaty. Yeah. um, And it just wasn't probably quite as... um, Like, I didn't pay enough for it, basically, and it just kind of wore out. Yeah. Uh, And now... But now I, I got... What do I have? I think it's from Land's End, maybe, or that other... That place in the mall. Um... But it's like down and it's like nice. And so like I, I think I've had it for set like five I, years. I'll probably have it for five more years kind of thing. I do remember that that coat. Yeah. My long one? Yeah. Yeah. Is this like I do black? Remember that. Maybe. 
Yeah, and that's the one I've been looking at with buttons instead of zipper and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I like that like style a lot. Like, yeah. that's one thing is I always like to have a nice coat. Uh, mm-hmm. The coat that I wear right now, I think I got three years ago, and I still really like it. It's a uh, it's corduroy brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you've seen me wear it. I wear it in the wintertime, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, a, a woolen uh, collar and inter- inside. And it's getting aged, though. It's pretty dirty because I threw it in my car, and then it gets warm, and I leave it in there, and so it gets filthy. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom button is ripped off, so I can't close it all the way. And it's like mm-hmm. I really yeah. really a new coat and yeah, when that bottom button falls out that's time to get a new one or you look silly too. yeah you yeah. look silly you can't button well, and, it all the way. and then it just it's never quite as warm as it used to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah i always uh i always appreciate a nice coat oh yeah for sure i mean especially man today i, I had to get gas twice today for my for our two cars i was miserable <laughs> like well and then the first like pump i went to like the computer didn't work uh and so then i had to like get back in my car and then drive over to a different pump it was horrible anyway first world problems right <laughs> the fact that i have two cars uh but yeah anyway. so yeah that's my poncho story probably not as amazing <laughs> But I still got a pretty big laugh when I was talking about it this week with people being like, yeah, I I thought it would look cool. And that's why you haven't seen me wear it, because I look silly as hell. Oh, man. Yeah, I think we can figure this out. Um, (laughs) Maybe. The the end result is spending more money. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I get that. I don't know. uh, It makes me want to get a poncho, but probably not this year. (laughs) I'll probably never get a poncho. (laughs) Very much a fall slash spring thing and unfortunately we don't yeah. get many sp- falls and spring anymore in no, iowa we, we get, we, like get maybe... we go from terrible summer to two weeks of fall and then straight to bitter coldness it's been know. in I the teens for the past week we get like a day of fall and then summer again and then two weeks of or then like not two weeks like two two more days of fall and then a little bit more summer and then winter and then a little bit of fall and then just dead winter yeah, by January it's in the negatives and it sucks. Yeah, well it's twenty degrees today. Well, uh, what there we're I went over to my in laws today and there we were watching the Iowa football game and I guess it was like uh, wind chill zero degrees. Like, mm. like why are people even at that game? I, which I think it was in Minneapolis, but still. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, I know where my sister's been. It's been negative eleven. Yeah. Well, she's up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, well, I mean, I, it was warmer today and yesterday than it was the rest of the week. The rest of the week, it was like 13 to 17. Yeah, it's. I'm not looking forward to winter. I don't no, know why. I, I don't know why I live here. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, but, oh, well, I, I do know why I live here, but anyway. Um, yeah, so, okay. Oh, just about to hit an hour. Um, trying to think of anything else to talk about. Do you got anything? I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. Wintertime hits, we kind of go through lulls with discussion because there's not much to do. Yeah. <laughs> See movies yeah. and try and get together, but that's about it. Yeah, which, uh, oh, I uh, I guess, speaking of getting together, I, I still need to read through it better, but I bought uh, a Dungeons & Dragons starter kit. Right. Because, uh, um, I don't know, I was talking to somebody about writing, and they were just like, oh, do you play D&D? I'm like, no. Or I think, as I said, I wanted to write fantasy stuff. And so, and that guy, he's just like, oh, I've only played a handful of times, but, like, the people that are the ma- the dungeon masters are writers as well. And he's just like, you don't really need to know how to play the game. Like, you just need to kind of understand how to, con- you know, construct a story. Yeah. And I was just like, I think you're under- or you're overselling or whatever, but I'm still, like, you're, you're kind of giving me more hope. So I at least, I went and just, I think I, uh, I went to Barnes and Noble and they had the starter because I, I think I just wanted to buy a Dungeon Master's Guide. And I actually went to Half Price Books first, but uh, they only had like antique ones or I don't know what they like vintage ones, I guess, that were like 60, 70, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just like, no, I, I wanted like a five dollar thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and I guess that doesn't exist at Half Price Books right now. Um, and so then, yeah, I just went to Barnes and Noble and I think it was like 20 bucks and I have a membership there uh so it was a little bit cheaper um so that's not too bad and so it comes with uh i think like five character cards that are already like pre-filled for the most part you can kind of like tweak it a little bit and then it has a the guide and then 
or like a really small guide. I don't think it's like the complete guide. Uh, and then one like story to kind of walk, like walk through. Um, so I mean, yeah, we should pretty easily be able to just run through that campaign ourselves, I'd say. Uh, so that could be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's got five characters so we could find some other people to do it with. I don't think we have to. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think it'd just be a fun thing to do since we've been talking about, I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast or not, but we've, you and I have at least kind of chatted about playing D and D. So, uh, seemed interesting. Hopefully it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, I guess I, I don't have anything else. So I really don't. I really uh, don't. Okay. Uh, so everyone who is still listening, head over to our website, buy some merch, uh, go to our social media, uh, and please say stuff to us, as we say every time. Um, stop texting Matt and just, you know, reach out on social media. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so everyone, thanks for listening. Take care.